Turn your telly. <laughs> Say hello, motherfucker. Hello, motherfucker. Alright, three, two, one. <coughs> Boom. Welcome all to the Sunday Service Podcast. I go by the name Alan, aka at the Real Top Boy. Joining me today are my fellow co-hosts and a special guests. Starting from the right, Mihamed, aka the Prophet, Richard Manalili, Mr. Orise, and of course, special guest, Mr. Andre the fucking Renegade. Right number one in the world. No, New Zealand. My bad. Right number one in New Zealand. Soon, Soon the fucking Soon. world, bro. You guys better watch out for this guy. World domination. World yeah, fucking best. domination. Mr. AKA Ivan Drago from Rocky Four. My cousin. <laughs> <laughs> See, man, so topics today have been finally crafted for you, the listeners, to enjoy, to listen along, to agree with, and possibly disagree with. So without further ado, may I ask the congregation to please open their chapters. What are we doing today? <laughs> Chapter five? Chapter, Chapter fucking five. five. As we dive head first into today's topics. Sweet, um, cool, so let's get serious uh, a little. Yeah. So, if you guys haven't heard, um, we have lost uh, someone that a lot of us hold dear to our hearts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Kobe Bryant, he passed away uh, on the 27th, I think it was early morning. Yeah. Um, and I just had Richard here, he wants to say something about it. Just a couple quick words before we get into it. Yeah, man. Um, today we just... Oh, was it today? Yeah, it was yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, it was today. Yeah, we lost a legend. It was just... It was so soon, man. Like, he had... He had probably, like... Um, what's it called? Many more years in the film industry. Did you know that he was going to yeah. crack that? Yeah, and he, um, he was coaching his uh, kid, Diana. So, rest in peace to her, too. She was in the helicopter as well, man. I just don't know what... How I can't even think of the what experience it would be like, like to be in that position where you you see your own kid, a life you created, just pass away with you. Yeah, pass away it's with you. Yeah. It's just yeah, man. Everybody else in the plane crash, man. Our condolences. It's it's pretty tough news for everybody. I reckon. Yeah, man. Basketball fan or not, like Kobe's gonna be missed. For sure. Mm. Yeah, he was my greats. favorite. Yeah, man. One of the greats. Favorite number eight. Too. Number eight. Yeah, Yo, man. shout out. Shout out. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, right, man. so let's get to it. Let's get to it. So, farm manager this week, guys, what do we have stocked up? Oh, explain to him what farm manager is for us. So, so farm manager, mm-hmm. Andre probably knows what farm manager is. He probably had farm manager. Do you know what farm manager is? Right, I know. You probably I, did. I barely managed myself. <laughs> nah, man. It was, like, it was like an app that you'd have on your phone. Yeah. It would be like file manager. Um, and then like, you would open it and it's just like porn. Just oh, yeah, porn. yeah, 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 See? yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bringing back memories. He knows, man. So, but um, yeah. for, for, for the segment that we do, it's... Um, when it's you unlock the vault. It's yeah, yeah, the vault. It's like, a, it's like yeah. a fake vault. Like, no yeah. one's ever gonna go into your farm manager. No you one can ever get does. the ones that could take a camera of someone trying to open and shit like that. Yeah, yeah I, I used to have that. That's fucked up. You ever had that? No, no, so no, no you bro, know no. who opens your stuff. There's an app that does that, eh? 
No, no, no. It's like the app. Like if somebody like gets the password wrong, yeah. a couple of times, yeah, it takes take a photo. photo, it takes a screenshot. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So then you're not paranoid. Like yeah. you know exactly who's <laughs> been trying to. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what was this app called? File Manager. File. What? The one that I had was Farm Manager. Farm Manager. There's like heaps. I don't want to release my plug, man. Yeah. It's a long time ago, guys. Right. Um, so basically for the segment, it's um, we we talk about like anything that you've been up to, to uh, like during the week. Oh, Whether it's like watched any movies, read any books, seen yep. any concerts, any events that you've been through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Daddy Dre shit, bro. Daddy Dre shit. Daddy Dre. <laughs> <laughs> um, as, um, what, what have I been up to this week? Nothing too exciting. It's what, Monday today? All of last week, bro, I've just been training, doing the same shit day in, day out, waking up three times a night for my son. I watched uh, Jurassic Park, the new one, uh, today with uh, my darling, and that was trash. <laughs> we watched Shrek as well this morning as well, which is pretty good. Yeah. So it's always good, bro, because there's so many like adult jokes that you miss as a child. I love Shrek, yeah. Bro. It's just some, some parts in there, bro, you just go, how the fuck can they allow that in a kid's movie, you know? <laughs> uh, what else? Just, nah, just been training and, yeah, looking forward to the fights we've got coming ahead, so. It's been full on, training, training is hard yakers, but, you know, I enjoy the, I enjoy it. If I didn't enjoy it, I wouldn't do it, so, yeah, it's really. True champ, man, really true champ, spoken like a true champ. True champ. Moski. Yo, uh, last night, right? I watched um, 1917. Hey. If you haven't seen that, it's like an award-winning movie. It's about World War Two, and the um, so it's it's based on these two guys that are trying to deliver a message to a, a different um, different group of like soldiers, and they have to track through like warfare, and they get shot at by Germans. Bro, crazy movie. Like the the way it's filmed, like the camera follows the guy, mm. and it, it's amazing. Apparently, it's like yeah. meant to look like it was filmed in one take. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like it looks yeah. like it's one take the whole time, and like, um, it's very good. But uh, another thing that I watched is Parasite, the co- this Korean movie. Oh yeah, that Korean one, like, it's been winning yeah, awards yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Good movie. Like it's it's a good commentary on um, modern society as well. Where did you find that nineteen seventy movie? Was it on like Netflix or some shit? No, it was in the movies, like the actual movies. Oh, the actual movies. Yeah. So not fucking put Locker at one two three movies. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, hopefully. Because I, 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 I hunt movies down there like yeah. a fucking raptor, bro. I'm in there, a one, two, three movies of shit, bro. Yeah, bro. I got Netflix, but sometimes, bro, like the quality is a little average, bro. So, yeah. like, F movies as well. That's F movies. Yeah. Yo, you put me on too. There's so bro. many stuff, man. Oh, bro. And um, 1917, apparently all the explosions you see were actual grenades. Actual grenades? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I read that um, just then, actually, like Dangerous when I was scrolling through. Okay. There was this, um, Is that scene? hype or what? Because like actual grenades with the shrapnel and shit, you know? Yeah. It goes off wrong and then they're fucking blown to pieces. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, uh, it was in the article. Like, um, that's why they kind of won for best. Like, I don't know if they won, but um, for Nobody best special did. effects. That's, like, pretty, that's pretty. Yeah. Uh, you're yeah. determined to do that. Imagine like waking up. Oh, honey, I'm going to work today. You know, yeah. there's gonna be exploding grenades. grenades. Imagine being the actor. Yeah. Oh, right. I think that was mean, bro. Yeah. Mm. How about you, Richie? Oh, I just watched um, the Lakers game yesterday. Oh, was it yesterday or Saturday where um, LeBron passed Kobe in points? Yeah, man. Hey, man, shout out to the GOAT. Yeah, legendary stuff. New GOAT. So who does he have to beat? Carmelo and... And um, Kareem. 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 Yeah. 
Is Kareem number two or number one? Kareem's number one with 38,000 points. I feel like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar doesn't get like as much recognition as he should. It's because of of, like the dilution in the generations. Yeah. Mm. We didn't watch him grow up, but like the generations probably before us, like they recognize him as a as a goat. It's a good saying, dilution of the uh, generations, bro. That's a good way of looking at it, yeah. Yeah. Because like we don't recognize the greatness that Mm. some of the guys like before us did. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I haven't been up too much, man. I've been super boring this week, just still reading that book that I suggested like two weeks ago. Bro, get on. Bro, I'm a slow reader. I take my time. I try, to, I, I try to read like 30 minutes a day. What oh, book's yeah. that? Uh, David Goggins, Can't Hurt Me. Oh, David Goggins, a beast. See, this guy knows who David Goggins is. A <laughs> guy. Shit, we gotta hop on that train, uh, bro. He's a monster. <laughs> nah, I, I watch him all the time, man. Yeah. yeah. Bro, he's a tank, bro. I've watched his podcast, bro. Fucking just everything. He bro. must get you hyped for fights, eh? Fuck, bro. Yeah. Um, I just like, uh, not so much the fights, just the mentality of like training, bro. And like, yeah. He gave me the idea of like when I'm training camp, if I have like an eight eight week camp or ten week camp, I don't like shave or I don't I don't cut my hair or anything because I like to feel like dirty and like mean and all that kind of shit. So it just makes you feel like tough, you know. And he gave me like this thought pattern for when I'm training, especially when I'm doing pads and like you know it's been a long day, you know you want to go home and see your family in there. And he gave me this expression that's tr- don't look for ways out, look for ways through. So if you're doing pads, don't look for ways out of getting out of the pads. Just look for ways like if you're tired, just push through it and all that kind of shit. So. It's been good, man. The mentality he's given me is pretty cool. But like a lot of it is like myself. But like it's always good to have idea from here, idea from here. You know, it's, true, true, true. You know to build upon. Yeah, man. You know, you got to build that um, base before you can, you know, reach the top. I guess. Well said, man. Yeah, man. You guys should check that book out. It's pretty dope. Um, so, yes. jumping into the first um, segment. <laughs> All right, cool. So we're back. Uh, first segment is essentially going to be about the broski over here, man. We want to be from the east, pick the Russian, apart, the Stalin, the Italian, the Italian. <laughs> All eyes on me. <laughs> want to pick his brains, man, and just like let him take over, bro. Really like, good. Yeah? Yeah. Anyway. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go to Bush. All right, man. Andre, bro. We all have questions for you, man. So, I mean, just tell us how you got into boxing in the first place. Well, you guys went to school with me. Yeah. You know that I was a bit of a loose cunt. Still am. But (laughs) I refined the loose cunt. I molded this. Sculpted this. Re-energizers. No, I um, (laughs) am... I, ah, uh, bro, I've always liked fighting, you know, I used to get into a lot of scraps at school and shit like that, and used to have big punch-ups with my brother and stuff like that, but, um, fuck, I've stole the story like a hundred, feels like a hundred times now, but I was, uh, walking down an alleyway, uh, between Liston and St. Dom's, where I'm minding my own business, and this guy, like, bumped me on the shoulder, and then wanted to have a go of me, and I'd been watching YouTube on how to fight and shit, and I had no idea what I was doing, and I remember going like that, <laughs> And he gets a cigarette and shoves it straight into my chest, bro. And I was just like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think it was either that week or the week after, bro, I went to a boxing gym and I was like, you know, I reckon I can be pretty good at this. Especially for the first time holding an actual boxing ring and I walked around it and I leaned on the rope. So I was like, hmm, something about this is really like different. And like, you know, and from there, bro, I just fucking became such a fiend for a day. Like just got so addicted, bro, to it. Just loved the idea of fighting, you know, and 
my whole goal was to be a professional one day. And I remember I was doing a run and one of the kids was there and he asked me, he's like, oh, why do you want to do boxing? And I legit told him the first time I was there in my Slazenger shoes, bro, my Slazenger cricket crew shoes and my shitty ass singlet. And I was like, oh, I want to be the greatest of all time. And from then I just haven't really stopped, right? And never really taken any breaks. In fact, I haven't taken any breaks. Even, you know, if I hadn't had a fight in six months, I was still in the gym, like at least three times a week. But, you know, usual amount of times or six times a week, pretty hard out in the gym. But, you know, but yeah, that's how I got into it, man. But I've always liked fighting. I like the idea of beating the shit out of people and people watching me to do it. Like, fuck, that's pretty, like, you know, pretty idyllic. So, yeah, that's how I got into it. And it's just been a hell of a trip since then, man, since I started when I was 15 or so. So it's been pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. It's been pretty brutal. Oh yeah, so um, okay, so with um, so much wear and tear on your body, like with the sport, does it ever cross your mind that maybe after it you'd end up with some medical condition, like uh, Parkinson's, slurred speech, CTE, TBE? Uh, do you guys know what the ex- <laughs> do you know what the expression "live by the sword, die by the sword" is? Yeah. 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 Bro, if I was a pilot, okay. And I hopped in an airplane, and some, and you asked me that question. You know, there is a likelihood you can die, and yeah. the plane can fall out of the sky. If you're a helicopter pilot, mm-hmm. if you could drive a car, you can crash and die. You're more likely to crash and die in a car or on a fucking horse. Yeah. Or you're more likely to die from a cow than a shark. Yeah. When anything you do, bro, you it can be fatalities or injuries. So I could be riding a bicycle, someone cleans me up. I could be a painter, bro. The fumes could get to my head. Yeah. And I've seen that before. You know, you whatever you do, there's risk. Yeah. People would target boxing because they think of Muhammad Ali, but Muhammad yeah. Ali got Parkinson's, and that could have been an underlying condition. But yes, there is such a thing called being punched drunk. Do I worry about it? No. Because yeah. if I worried about it, bro, you know, you have those doubts in the back of your head, and yeah. you can't have that shit. You got to be a beast, bro. Yeah. So that's why I live by the sword and I die by the sword. Straight up, if someone knocks me the fuck out, bro, yeah. they deserved it. Well done. But you're gonna have to kill me. Yeah. There isn't any like bullshit when it comes to yeah. me and fighting. You know, this is like not a joke to me. When I'm in the ring, I'm there to kill you, essentially. I will fuck you up. And I'm not scared to fuck you up. Yeah. And that's at any time, bro. If you were to walk up to me right now and you had the wrong attitude, bro, I would yeah. bash the shit out of you. It's the same shit, bro. Mm. You know, born fighter. I wasn't just like, you know, I've always had that in me. You can't live life. Yeah. Being you know? scared and fear. No, you can't. You have, to, yeah. you have to take it straight on. You know, who's, who's ever been to Biffle's Lake? Me. Have you ever, have you ever jumped off Biffle's Lake, the top? Nah. nah okay. Nah. I did that, right? And I, and I, there's, there comes a point where you've got to jump into this void of doubt and fear, right? And you just got to jump, bro. It's like you're walking along the edge of a cliff, bro, and you're mm. scared, bro. Yeah. But you know you have to jump eventually. So there's no point worrying about it. Just do it, bro. If you fucking hurt yourself or die, don't worry about it, bro. Because mm. you're not going to feel it. You're not, you know? Yeah, yeah well. Yeah. But mm. like... I have people around me that will advise me. If they think my time's up, my time's up. Yeah. You know? And I understand that I have a beautiful little boy and like a beautiful girlfriend. Mm. Or, fa- I'm sorry, fiance these days. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm cool, man. Like, I believe in myself and I believe in my ability. I don't get hit that much. Mm. I'm still pretty. I don't have any scars or anything. Had my nose broken once in a fight, but that was about it. I got straight and straight away. So, does it worry me? No. Nothing worries me. You should be more Respect. worried about driving home in your car tonight. All good. Horse on's driving. Horse on's driving. All good. Let's go. I've got a question in, um, in terms of uh, Muhammad work. Ali. What's up? What's up? <laughs> I wish I was. Don't, don't hype him up like that. <laughs> I, I like boxing, though. Um, 
I just never had the talent for it. But anyway, like a boxer lives such a disciplined life. They get up, they train constantly. How do you like break bad habits and instill these good habits? Like, mm. what advice would you give to like anyone that wants to box? Okay, the thing is with boxing is it's not like okay, boxing is not like playing darts or pool where. You know, you can just do it casually, right? Yeah. Boxing is one of those sports where you're 100% or 100% out. You can't yeah. half-ass that shit. Because if you half-ass it and you hop in a ring, someone's going to knock you the fuck out. Yeah. And that's not a joke, bro. Have you ever been knocked out before? No, I have not, bro. Neither have I. Hey. That's what's up, now, the thing is, with boxing, you need to be 100% dedicated. And the way I did it, bro, is by like time management. I get up, I'll go to work, I train, I go to sleep. I get up, I go to work, I train, I go to sleep. And you get, if you do something enough times, it becomes, um, what does it become? It's a word, I forgot what the word is, but it becomes, no, it becomes, it's normal for me. I've been doing this since I was 15, so it's normal for me, right? Comes habit. Habit. Now, habit. you know when you drive your car for the first time, it was yep. all scary and shit and it was hard to do and all that kind of stuff, but now yeah. it's easy for you. It's easy for me now because I've been doing it for so long, you know? But the best way to do it, bro, is small steps. Don't <coughs> think you're gonna go to the gym and work out six times a week, because bro, it ain't gonna happen. You're gonna fucking do it for a week and go, no, fuck this shit. Go twice a week. Yeah. After a few months, three times a week. Maybe go for a one run one of those days, four times a week. Build your way up slowly. That's how I did it. I went mm. from fucking once a week, to twice a week, to three times a week, to fucking having to hustle my way in four times a week, five times a week. I'd have to catch the bus and shit like that because no one would give me a ride, even walk. But I was committed, yeah. you know? Now my goal was to be a professional fighter. And now I am one, you know, I'm living the, for me, I'm living my own personal dream, bro. Like this is a dream for me. I get to fight in front of mm. people, be the center of attention, bro. And people get to watch me beat people up. It's really like, a, hyper reality it's not like sitting down right here you're not even when i fight i don't even feel like i'm fighting i feel like the beast comes out within me you know you switch on bro and you're mm. in there bro because it's like fucking hyper hyper reflex hyper reality hyper strength bro. everything bro is like different you because the adrenaline's pumping you're just so much different bro you're just such an animal in there so if i was you i'd start off small you yeah. know don't if, if it's like the expression when you see an elephant if you try to eat an elephant you can't take it in one bite Start with the toes, you know, and then when you work, work your way up the ankle, then the calf, and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Don't just look at the <laughs> elephant, bro. Because that's this is not Andre with you, bro. You want to suck elephant toes? <laughs> yeah, bro, straight up. But you know what I mean. It can be, um, can be overwhelming, bro. But just start off real small, bro. Don't, don't expect much straight away, bro. But just, you know, just take your time and start off slow. That will be my advice to anyone that wants to start boxing. That's what's but, up. The other flip side to boxing is you need to ha you need to want it, bro. Mm. You need to be able to go on the ring and fuck somebody up, bro. Like, a lot of people say they can, a lot of people can't. Yeah. 100 walk in the gym, fucking 90 walk out, 10 stay, after a year, bro, two are left. So, um, I saw this interview of like Mike Tyson, in mm. terms of, um, uh, like this news reporter asked him, Do you, like, are you scared for the fight? Yeah. And he's like, of course I'm scared. Yeah. But, at the back of his mind, like, he just has to go in that mode that you're talking about. You yeah. can't just have fear, you just gotta... Get in there. Well, fight. well, how I do it, bro, is my real name is Andre Dreesen, right? Yeah. So, and then I got Andre Mikhailovich. So, it's Clark Kent and Superman. Yeah. So, day to day, I'm Andre Dreesen. Just fucking a daddy, bro. Just chilling, bro. Go do the shopping, washing, all that kind of stuff. Clean the house. Listen to my partner, all that kind of stuff. But when I'm at training, I'm Mikhailovich, bro. You switch like that. It's like putting on your super suit. Yeah. That ego, you know, you got to have the alter ego that you can transform into. And, you know, when you're warming up for a fight in that, bro, you flick that switch and you're not, you're not fucking uh, Andre Dries anymore. You're a fucking tank. You're an animal, bro. That's like, fascinating. Because like a lot of like, if you see like a lot of fighters, like Deontay um, Wilder, yeah. in interviews, 
He's he's so like chill, he's so very chill, kind, yeah. very funny. Yeah, but you flick the switch, bro. Yeah, he flipped, yeah, yeah. yeah like there's yeah. a switch. Eat your head off, bro. Yeah, no, that's true. To this day, day. that's to this a that, <laughs> to this but day. That, but you gotta remember, that's not just from boxing, bro. You gotta remember. Yeah. Imagine how you know Kobe rests his soul, but like imagine how we felt before a game, knowing he had all this pressure on him, bro. He had to flick the switch, mm. bro. He had to hit that mumbo mentality. Yeah. That's what they. Yeah. Oh, he had no friends on the court, bro. But like outside the court, the guy was apparently mm. like a very like super friendly yeah. guy. Yeah. Did you know um, his ritual? He would listen to um, what's it called? This uh, soundtrack to Halloween, I think. Yeah. Um, I think it's Halloween. One of them horror movies, and it's like. Um, do you know when you listen to Jaws, bro? It's like the yeah, yeah, yeah. You listen to that type of music as a ritual, bro. That was a efficient psychopath. Like when he um, learnt um, what French, no, so he could. It's, so, it's, so, it's, it's, um, no, no, wait, when, no, no. He learnt, he learnt, um, he learnt like taunts in French when he was playing against um, Tony Parker. Oh, oh yeah. Tony yeah. Parker spoke French. Yeah, yeah so just just so he French, just so that he could talk shit about shit. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he like studied like a great white shark. Yeah, yeah. To stop Allen Iverson. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy stuff, man. You should start doing that shit, Andre. Because Alan Iverson broke his ankle. I look into that kind of stuff. <laughs> bro, no, straight up, David Goggins is a fucking animal. Crazy. He went through some crazy shit, bro. Like, so but, yeah, I recommend you guys read the book. He's done like a fucking 100 mile marathon, bro, in 24 hours. Yeah. Crazy, That's bro. fucked up, bro. It's messy, bro. So like, what's what you know the Trust Stadium? That's 400 meters, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many yeah. times you got to run around? I think you got to run around it. Um, uh, 200, 240 times in 24 hours. That. So that's 24 times. I think that's <sighs> 10 times. That's 10. You got to run around that fucking 10 times every hour. I fucking don't know the math. <laughs> it's a lot of running. <laughs> that's, a lot. that's a lot of running. And he broke the um, the pull-up record, I think. Yes, he yeah, did. He broke the pull-up What was the pull-up record? Were they record? actual pull-ups? I don't know, but like... Were they proper... I don't know, they're like this. Yeah. Like right fucking like that. Why, why does he do, uh, do this? Does he just... Well, because... Um, oh, well, he's... Um, Andre would tell the same thing. Holy crap, and he's an old old dude as well. No, he's pretty young. Yeah. Right, he's like If you if you read the book, because like he he's been he's been like through the worst like trauma a person could be through. Mm. And he loves the idea of like callousing his mind. Yeah, you know what calluses are, right? Yeah. yeah, it's like the shit you get in your hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After yeah. you work out, so he loves the idea of just putting being himself in the most uncomfortable situations just to overcome that and be like, I did that. Like I did that. Hey, thinks it makes him stronger. So what's his name again? David Goggins. Alright. I'm 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 a, I'm gonna read up, bro. I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read up. But the book is yeah, yeah. super nice, like you know. All right, just um, okay. going on with um, Andre, Don't let me drop you, man. Get off your phone. Sorry, bro. <laughs> I'm a bit nervous. Alright, <laughs> All right, All right, man. Uh, so we're back, man. Um, here with the Borski. Uh, Andre is still just trying to pick his mind apart. Um. And uh, I mean, you mentioned the, the the idea of two split personalities. Yeah. Like, I I didn't. Where did you get the idea of the Mikhailovich? Um. um uh, well, I was uh, like, as an amateur, I was pretty fucking trash. I was like twenty wins, five losses as an amateur, and the only five times I lost is because I mentally wasn't there. Mm. So when I turned pro, I was like, I need to do something about this, and stay switched on. And I was like, how can I do it? And I thought about it for a few weeks, and I was like, I'm just gonna change my name and reinvent myself. Mm. And that's all it was, bro. I just reinvented myself, started a clean slate, and mm. went on from there. And everything's gone pretty good since then, really. Yeah, it's, you know, like you know, you fights that fall apart and shit like that, and fights that don't happen mm. even though you've trained really hard. But 
it's part of it, you know. It's all a part of like building this mentality, and you know, ninety percent of boxing is mentality and how you view yourself and how you view the world in that. So, yeah, it's a big part of it. Oh, I think you. We already talked about this, but um, was it as one certain point you wanted to quit boxing? Um, Would you uh, like to elaborate on that? Yeah. Um, no. Nah, well, how do you? How do I explain this? Nah, I, yeah. So I'd broken up with my um, my ex from ages ago, and um, I was going through like a rough period where I was partying all the time and wasn't really like 100% sure what I wanted to do. I was never going to really quit. I always knew I was going to be a boxer, but I was like, maybe I'm going to take maybe four or five months off, and I did that. I still trained. Mm. I was still training five times a week, but I just wasn't fighting, bro. Just had to stay away from the fights, bro, because I was just getting kind of like over like fighting all the time, yeah. bro, because, you know. It can get yeah. my friend uh, Jerome had like uh, as an amateur twenty four fights last year as an amateur and that's full mm. on bro it's fifty two weeks in a year so he's always flying and everything as well so shout out to Jerome Jezza J Dog he's fucking a beast shout yeah. out Andre I wanted to ask about um, and an important part of like an athlete's you know yeah thing is diet so what role does diet play like what do um, you have usually and how do you stay away from like certain junk food and stuff like that? To be honest, bro, like I, um, so I fight at seventy two five, right? And I, I tonight I was seventy six point six on the scale. So like my diet, bro, I don't really have a diet as such. Yeah. But my mentality is, if it looks like shit, it's probably shit. Yeah. So you know when you look at chocolate. Yeah. What's your first thing that goes through your head? There's a lot of sugar in it. Right? Yeah, exactly. If you look at an apple, oh, it's probably pretty good. Yeah. If you look at a chicken, bro, it is. A chicken, that's alright. How about a fried chicken? If you look at a fried, yeah, well, that's the thing. If you look at a fried <laughs> chicken, you know, you know, inst- uh, instinctively, you're like, well, it's probably not the best for me. Yeah. But you know, you gotta. I I don't drink or smoke or anything, so I'm allowed. I for me, I'm allowed to go on like a binge if I want to, bro. I allow myself to do that, but I try not to, bro. I, I'm pretty committed, bro. Probably my, the only thing that will fuck me up is like I do like my sprite, bro. Yeah. That's Ooh. the only thing that I got, bro. Going for yeah. me. <laughs> so I only drink I really like, but diet. On fight, when coming up to fight week, you know, you gotta just eat smaller, you know, like there's a saying that you should only be eating like the palm of your hand or some shit, yep. which is a bit full of shit, bro, because that is a small meal. <laughs> <laughs> and my hands ain't that big. <laughs> but um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too fussed, bro. I like, I'm, I'll eat whatever, bro. Whatever, yeah. like, you know. If my girlfriend's a good cook, bro, so like, if she she she'll cook whatever, bro, and I'll eat it, bro. But I'll just it's just the portions really for me. Yeah. And I think the other thing is water intake. Yeah. Try to drink quite a bit of water, even though I lack on that sometimes. Um, what I've learned to do, H2O. bro. H2O. What I used to do was I used to have a coffee first thing in the morning. What mm. I do now is I have a Powerade first thing in the morning to get my body going. Yeah. And then at about nine, I get up at seven ish. I have a Powerade by seven thirty, and I'll have a coffee by nine. Mm. So that Powerade just gives your body kind of going. Because bro, imagine you've slept for eight hours, bro. You haven't had anything to drink, right? Yeah. What's your body probably craving? Because you're just taking a massive piss when you're waking up, Yeah, right? hydration. So have like a big glass of water or a Powerade, bro. Mm. Just get that fluids going around your body. Because, you know, you need to lube yourself up a little bit. Your body needs something to go, mm, bro. You sure. can't just run on nothing, bro. Well, mostly water, of course. You hear that? You're 70% water. Your exactly. body craves water, bro. Yeah. Literally, you crave water. It's something that you'll just, you'll run up and just like, oh, I'm thirsty. You don't even want to drink, but you'll want to, yeah. So, water, definitely drink a lot of water. I'm not saying mm. drink a beer first thing in the morning. Water. Nah, water, bro. Mm. Any first nah. thing in the morning, do you? First of all. Top boy diet. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not gonna, we're not gonna expose me like that, all right? It's, uh, it's a dark times. Do you have any munchies? 
you get like any mm. foods that like you mm. see and you can't resist? Like if I see anything right. that's to, that's got yeah. to do with Oreos or cookies and cream. Oh uh, yeah, I've got one, bro. It's cool. Do you know what biltong is? Nah. Yeah. Do you know what that yeah, is? It's like it's like a beef jerky, beef jerky. Like South African beef jerky. Bro. Yeah. If there was biltong on that table, that would be in my lap. Straight <laughs> 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 so, bro. I would prance nice. on that ass, bro. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, biltong. But I spent seventy dollars on biltong the other week. <laughs> oh, snap! Straight it's up, me and my girlfriend have like the thing for a day. We just go ham on a day. Some snacks, man. Yeah, somebody like because I used to I used to have like heaps of beef jerky, and someone was like, "Bro, like you haven't had real beef jerky if you haven't had biltong." Biltong's like fucking shit, bro. Yeah. Bro, if you get it slightly like wet, bro, it's a little bit yeah, damp. I'm alright, like that biltong, yeah. It's good. Yeah, I haven't had that. Nah. Yeah. So um, uh, Richard said something about um you quitting. Obviously, you explained that you weren't, but. Um, to put things in perspective, if you were in boxing right now, what would you be doing? Uh, by trade, I'm a maintenance and diagnostic engineer. Nice. Oh, yeah, true. I know that. <laughs> so I'd, I'd probably be just an engineer, but uh, a dream of mine is always to be a pilot. I'm really into aviation, bro. It's like I go to bed watching shit on airplanes, mm. bro. Yeah. Like I watch like fucking people just giving tours of airplanes or how the cockpit works and stuff like that. I, mm. I got into that because my dad works on the Westpac helicopter, so... It's always been a part of me, bro. I I get excited when I go to the airport, bro. I I, I get on a mad high air. I'm like, <laughs> where's the airplanes, bro? <laughs> I just want to see them and just see what they're doing today. They just the, the idea of flight is just so inspiring, bro. Just like, you know, it's been around for over a hundred years, bro. And I just and only if you think about the course of humankind, bro, they just figured out how to fly recently, bro. We're in a very exciting era, bro. With aviation mm. and then the, obviously the birth of AI and shit like that, it's gonna help like fucking help with the computers and airplanes and stuff like that so it's interesting with the technology of what we can do and you know it's gonna be interesting to see what they do so you know i think at the end of my boxing career if i've made enough coin i'd love to uh, start up like a tourism aviation business just flying around like if because uh, in the future i want to live in vanuatu full-time that's like mm. my goal because i love vanuatu yeah and i'd want to just fly airplanes around there i wouldn't even charge much i just want to take the airplane just, out, yeah you know that's probably my goal this is a big sign of history repeating itself because we like as new zealanders we know um somebody that has had an established career in sport mm. and finished off with aviation you guys know yeah that's right richard mccall yeah like he yeah. richard mccall is a big legend in new zealand mm. and he went into aviation so i'm telling you guys you keep an eye out for this one yeah, <laughs> yeah. keep an eye out for my son because he's gonna he's gonna come for you guys you know Andre, don't you find it um fascinating like, throughout, like various cultures throughout various times in humanity, fighting, boxing, like, it's something that, like, humans just love witnessing. It's drawn to it. Mm, yeah. We had um, Spartans. Gladiators. Gladiators. Yo. We had um, many, like, African, different African countries yeah, yeah, yeah. had, like, you know? Senegalese fighting. Senegalese fighters, yeah. wrestling. Yeah. Why, yeah. why do you think that is? Why do humans... Crave violence. One out. Crave violence. Let's go. I think okay. If you, if you if you has any of you ever been hunting before, like fucking deer, mm, possums, nah. rabbits, oh, yeah. fishing, fishing. Yeah. Does that count? So you know when you caught that fish, right? You've been waiting around, fucking around, and you catch a fish, Ooh. and you're just like, oh my god, I got a fish. Yeah. Yo. So yo. I think it's in our blood, bro. Like you back in the day, you had the hunter gatherers, and then the bitches. Like you know, have you seen Year One? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you think of that <laughs> idea, we'll just say we're in that world, right? You got yeah. the beast, bro, that just like fuck bloodlust, right? Yeah, yeah, But I think a lot of fighting, bro, is ego, eh? Yeah. Ego, straight up, mm. who's got the bigger dick, you know? Who's got the bigger balls, bro? So I think, um, but you gotta remember, this is not, not just humans do this shit, but yeah. look at a pack Animals. of lions, bro. Mm. You got the alpha, right? And then another lion comes in and challenges the herd, 
And if he defeats that lion, you know what that lion does that defeated the other lion? He takes over. He fucks up all the cubs and kills them all, bro, and goes, I'm the man of this place, bro. And he fucks all the bitches, too. Yeah, he's like, a beast, he's... bro. So it's not just us, bro, but dinos, uh, fucking not dinosaurs. Like, <laughs> lions, bro. Fucking yeah. gorillas, bro. All of them fight, bro. So, Everybody uh, fights. So, instinctual. Instinctual, yeah. Creatures. But then somebody took it too far and we're like, okay, we're going to start paying people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dana White, we're looking at you, buddy. Yeah. But oh, yeah, I think it's instinctual, bro. It's something that's deep within us, bro. And yeah. it's, it's, it's interesting. You but, can't mm. help but just love it, bro. Yeah. Like, and fight, fighting, fighting is, um, mm. goes beyond physical fighting as well. There's verbal yeah, fighting, yeah. But you there's gotta, discussions, there's... But yeah. fighting, bro, isn't just boxing, bro. Like, if you have a game of soccer, bro, yeah. that's, those, mm. that's actually a fight, right, going mm. on. A fight for possession of the yeah. ball and territory yeah. and that, mm. right? You know, there's some nasty shit that goes on on soccer field. Yeah, or yeah, field, yeah. Bro, they're fighting, bro, but they're not actually fighting. Yeah. It's that's warfare. It's, I think the whole idea is warfare. People like mm. going to war, you yeah. know, like West Auckland versus South Auckland. Yeah. You know, yeah. they like the battle. They like to go, oh, we are the kings. I think it's just like that. Yeah. They just like the idea of the warfare. You know, Fighting like, is the most mm. like simplest expression of combat. Yes. 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 Two hands going at it. Yeah. Elbows, knees. But then, you know, you get more complex when you got shit like rugby union, which is fucking brutal, bro. Like, yeah. that sport yeah. is a fucking killer of a sport, man. But yes. And the NFL as well. Like, mm. bro, those guys, it's just, it's crazy, man. I was watching a video crazy. today of um, Shannon yeah. Sharp and he was saying, yeah. like, you guys know Shannon Sharp, right? Yeah, of course. Skip. Yeah. Skip. 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 He was saying how, like, brutal it is. Like, he was like, um, they asked him, how does it feel? Like, can you explain to the people that don't play football, like, mm. what it's like to be in, like, on a Sunday, day in, day out? And he goes, go to, like, the warehouse, for example, buy a, buy a, um, uh, what were they with? The, the um, reflective the pad, thing? Uh, the, pads? the pads. Yeah, yeah. And, and grab a helmet. Yeah. And then just go on a concrete wall. And every Sunday, for, for like, 15, 15 minutes straight, just yeah. run into it, full force, full force, every Sunday, every Sunday. Do that for like 14 years, bro. That's what it feels like. Well, you it's know how much brain damage happens in the NFL? Crazy. Yeah. And you asked me about boxing. Yeah. True, true, true. You asked me about fucking boxing. Bro, your head bounces regardless of what context what you fucking do. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand like our brain is literally just in like, your brain is like this soft little tissue. Yeah. There's just liquids inside. Muhammad, you can elaborate on this. Yeah, There's yeah. this liquid. It's surrounded it's by liquid. Barrier, yeah. yeah, and then you have the skull. Yeah. So any type of movement, that shit's shaking. It's yeah. shaking. Yeah. Yeah, man. So Andre, you're a fucking warrior for doing that because, goddamn. Yeah. Not everybody has the balls to obviously get in the cage or the ring. Okay, so Andre, Taryn, you're on telly. <laughs> Say hello, motherfucker. Okay, so Andre, Yo. if one day Taryn decides to pick up the gloves, knowing the risks, uh, the risks involved in boxing, would Andre the father, not the fighter, approve of it? Um, let me just ask him. Hmm? Yeah, you want to box? <laughs> you gonna be a fighter? The first thing I said to him when he came out, yeah, I was like. Hey, <coughs> hey, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> was this correct? <laughs> no, for real. That's why I said I tried to say it in a real cute voice, but I was like, "No, he's a man." Yeah. And I was like, "You're gonna be a boxer one day, like your daddy." That's the first hey. thing I said to him. So, if he wants to box, he can box. Mm. But I won't train him, and I won't have any part of his career because I'll be way too fucking hard on him mm. because I have high standards, and I fuck, I couldn't, I couldn't do that to him, bro. I'd just tell him off all the time. So yeah, he can box, but I don't know. I think um, he's too pretty to be a boxer. 
He looks too much like his mum. So, no. <laughs> so yeah. is he going to model instead? Yeah, no. Modeling, uh, modeling I, career? Yeah, you know what? I never finished high school. Mm. If he could finish high school and go to uni, but uh, maybe not uni, <laughs> or get a trade. No, I don't actually agree uni's with uni. Uni's bad, bro. I don't actually agree with uni. If he could get a trade. It's bad. It's bad, bro. It's a waste of time. Depends, uni's a waste of time. It depends on what you're doing. Yeah, for like, okay, bro, fine. It's a fuck up when it comes to the debt you get, eh? Yeah, yeah bro. 40. Okay. No so. one told you that in the school. <laughs> Nobody 40, told you that in the school. 40,000, fam. 40K. It's, it's crazy, dog. For a piece of paper. Nobody told you <sighs> that in the school, bro. You know what's better, bro, is to have experience. Mm. Fuck. Bro, I was lucky I dropped out when I did, bro, because, bro, I was fucking university, bro. And you were making bread. And you know what, bro? I, I have, with my apprenticeship, bro, I have, Oof. I thought I only had level one, but I have level two, level three, and level four, bro. Yeah. Wow. It works like that. We, we only have to like... And I got paid the whole time, bro. That's yeah. You need like... I now don't think I'm the in the room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and honestly, for example, Ten. there's some certain things that like people study yeah. that you don't even have to study for. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not trying at, to be controversial with business students. Hey, do you really need a business degree? Hey, hey, hey. Nah, 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 nah. I'm going to be controversial as heck. Do you really need an arts degree, bro? Arts. Hey, I'm graduating. And I'm like, oh my gosh, man. Hey, shout out to... Shout out to Elam. Hey, nah, that's messed up, bro. I went to Elam, bro. How could you, bro? That's... Okay, man. Nah, anyways. I just gonna take a selfie. If you guys are not getting baby fever right now, you're selfless, man. Yo, get the whole crew. Yo. Come in. He's speaking the other way. Yeah, that's right. Alright, continue on. <laughs> Alright. Sweet. Oh man. Oh yeah, so um Bro, I'm actually getting mad baby fever right now. <laughs> um with with the with the career that you, that you that you've had, obviously, like what can what can like everybody else or like people that went to school with you or anyone that's watching, what can they learn from you? Um Don't worry too much about how people view you because it can all change and it changed for me quite a bit uh, we, it's crazy eh, how um, at school you know no one really had time for me but now I see anybody and they just say oh I'm so proud of you so mm. don't worry too much about what other people think and just do your own thing bro it's so important just to back yourself and believe in yourself and even when the tables are turned or like it's all you, you got everything up against you bro you just fight it but another thing I learned is um, I always tell the, I always tell kids to say so you go, from the age of 15 onwards, you start to become your own man, right? Mm. Now, 18's a real difficult age because you can do one or two things. You can go out and party your ass off, bro, and be a cool cunt, bro. Smoke cigarettes, drink, do MDMA, bro. Be that kid, bro. Be like everybody else. Anybody mm. can do that. Go to, I have never been to a uh, festival once in my life. Mm. Never done that. I've never done that before. Have I? I don't think I have. But, no, you know. Just in the park. Yeah, nah, that, that's not even that. Done. Not even that, bro. <laughs> but so you can go down that path, right? And that's easy, bro. Anybody, mm. like David Goggins, would probably say, so anybody can be fucking simple and live a normal life, bro. Mm. It's easy. It's easy to be lazy. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, you know, it it's easy, bro. Anyone can do that shit. What's hard is when your back's against the fucking wall, bro. Mm. You've literally. When I first started, bro, as an yeah. apprentice, I earned eleven dollars an hour. Yeah, bro, I was getting three hundred eighty dollars a week. Mm. You know how hard that shit was, bro. How at, I had to leave school at 16 and then go to a job where I got abused for like ages, bro, for being an apprentice and being yeah. 16 and just not knowing anything, bro. And now I'm obviously my own man. Yeah, now, yeah. But, you know, I had to have my back up against the wall because I hadn't had a fight then. Everyone would be like, oh, you're not even a real boxer yet. And I had to put up with that shit for two years, bro. Mm. But, you know, 
it's just funny, eh, how the tables will change on you and shit will just all line up eventually. But, you know, you're just gonna make a choice eventually of like, well, what, what, don't pull on that shit. Um, what, what kind of person do you want to be? You know, do you want to be the shark? Yeah. Or do you want to be the prey? Yeah. Do you want to be yeah. the bitch or the man? Yeah. Like, seriously, that's it. Don't be a bitch, bro. Don't yeah. be weak. Yeah. Don't be weak. There's mm. like a weak mentality is easy, bro. Do something with your yeah. life. You know, everybody talks shit, bro, about how mm. they're going to be millionaires or how they're going to be this or how they're going to be that. Actions. Fucking do it. Actions yeah, 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 yeah. speak louder than words, bro. Facts, bro, bro, I can relate to that, man. No, for we real, can, actions speak really, louder than words. We can relate words. to that. I don't give a fuck, bro. People talk yeah. so much shit around me. There are always people talking trash around me, mm. man. But just fuck, man. Don't worry about it. Just do you. Believe in you. Mm. And something I'm going to teach Taryn. Bro, Taryn's not going to be spoiled, bro. He's mm. not. Uh, obviously, I love him there, but he's going to have to learn to, like, fucking grow up and shit. And be his own man and make his own decisions in that. Mm. Have chores around the house. Because that's <laughs> what I believe in. You know, that's what I believe in. Yeah. Because when I was growing up, it wasn't about me growing up, it was about my mm. twin. And then we adopted a little sister and shit like that. And it was about them because they have their things they're going through. So I was put on the back burner. Mm. So I just fended for myself, right? And it all turned out yeah. alright for me. But Yeah. I think the biggest thing you could do growing up is just believe in yourself and back yourself. Like to the day you die, bro, even when everything's going wrong, just back mm. yourself, hundred percent. You know? Yeah, because at the end of the day, like um, when you're actually in that ring, eh, you're just actually by yourself. But it's not about right? the ring, bro. It's not about the ring. I've yeah. done a lot of other th crazy things outside mm. of boxing, bro. Yeah. Like, I have a family now. I have my own yeah. place now. I've, I've got... Those achievements mean more to me than being a boxer. Yeah. Because a boxing... Mm. The boxing journey can end at any time. Yeah. So that is all, like, in the moment, right? I'm mm. not going to do that forever. Yeah. No. But I'll be a daddy for the rest of my life. Yeah. Think about that. When you put that into perspective, this is for the rest of my life, boxing mm. isn't. Boxing just here to make me fucking... Hopefully a couple million dollars one day. Mm. So, you know, I have to stay true to what's real. And this is real. And yeah. being a good man to my girlfriend and that. And, yeah. you know, obviously I have, like, people that try and influence me. to Oh, come party. Come bro, yeah. you just... Bro, I like eating at home and eating dinner at night and my fucking pantry is full, bro. Yeah. You reckon I'm going to blow my pay down Friday night yeah. and have no food on Sunday? Yeah, yeah. Bro, I'm not an idiot, bro. Straight yeah. up. Bro, everyone wants Respect. to be successful, right? They yeah. want to be like Elon Musk, Bill Gates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with these guys like Elon Musk, um, he put, he was saying he's working like 100 hours a week. Yeah, 80 hours a, a week. Bit. And he went bankrupt too, man. Yeah, yeah man. Like, everyone, like. You have to just keep going yeah. through adversity. You know? Yeah. No matter what your field is, whether it's boxing, art, whether it's science, whatever you like, just pursue it. You can't listen to people doubting you. But it's not just adversity, bro. You gotta challenge yourself, you know? Facts, bro. 100% challenge yourself. Don't get complacent, bro. Don't just sit there and wallow, bro. Like, you know, I was very lucky growing up because I didn't have a PlayStation. Yeah. My parents were just like, nah, you're not having a PlayStation. And that was good, bro, because I didn't have a PlayStation, so I had to use my creativeness, bro. Yeah. And that creativeness, I learned growing up, bro. Like, bro, if you gave me Lego, bro, I could make the most amazing shit out of Lego, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just fucking lucky like that. And that creativeness has helped me with my yeah. boxing, bro. Because I have an anti-style, bro. I don't have, like, mm. a standard fucking yeah. style like that. You know, I can fucking shapeshift, bro. I can fucking morph, bro. And that. Beast. And that's, that's been a big gift, bro, has being creative. You've got to be creative as well. Mm. Andre said something pretty important um, that a lot of... Um, I'm not knocking any parents, but he said that for his son, he wants him to be his own person. And mm. I feel like a lot of parents do miss on that point because they groom their kids to kind of be them. They mm. replicate them. They exactly mm. replicate them. And they have so many restrictions on their kids. And as a child growing up, you feel like you have no freedom. You feel like you're not living the life that you want you feel like you're living someone else's life and that inhibits you to being to potentially being the person that you want to be and yeah. making a change you mm. know and pursuing your dreams whereas <laughs> with Andre's 
um, approach. A kid grows up, learns to fail, learns mm. to be successful, but at the end of the day, they're their own person, and that could mean a lot to the kid themselves, mm. or soon to be a man themselves, you know? Wouldn't that be a generational thing, though? Because maybe our parents are just like, because like, oh. during that time, if you didn't have a job, you couldn't survive. So maybe they're like, that's, that's why like the education system as well, we were built to, to have jobs, yeah. to never be... Uh, were you ever taught money in high school, bro? They don't teach you how to... Yeah. yeah. They don't teach you about loans. They don't teach you how to do what tax really is. Yeah. They don't teach you how to money manage. Mm. You have to learn that yourself. Right? Yeah. yeah. With, with what Richard said about the generational thing, it's true. Because um, whereas like where we're from, obviously like you probably have the same upbringing. Yeah. That's how things have been done. Mm. No one else took the chance to try something different. Yeah. Mm. You know, I feel like the best approach is to try to groom a child to be something that they want to be. That they want to be. That's you know? a lot of immigrants' parents. They don't they see them. that. They don't see that. I want you to be a doctor. Yeah. I mean, they mean mm. well. They mean they well. Mean well yeah. But what's better for somebody to have their own, you know, sense of being, yeah, mm. as opposed to having someone else's beliefs and, excuse me, can you put that back in your mouth, please? Yeah. You just gotta trust their own oh, child. Check it sideways, bro. Check it sideways. I like this. It's kind of. This guy's a fighter already, yeah. This is our special, special guest right here. <laughs> special, special guest, if he doesn't man. want it, bro, he doesn't He's, want it. Yeah. He'll, he'll the next TV, bro. He's going to watch it 20, 30, 20, 40. He'll be like, oh, yo. Look at these weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He's arrested now. <laughs> 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 That's not Jake's step, first of all. Top boy? Top boy. I'm a B-ring side. I'm B-ring side. I'm going to be your polar to your Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. What's your favorite boxing movie? Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, what's your Rocky, bro? Rocky, <laughs> yeah, Rocky. Rocky one, yeah, bro. Rocky so one. shit, but so good. Yeah, yeah, Jackie's so, so, so good. Shit. It's um David Goggins' favorite movie as well. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. underdog, bro. Fucking funny for something, man. Yeah, it's mm. cool. Yeah, I love Rocky, bro. I think Creed kind of was a bit. Creed was average. Uh, mm. Southpaw was really average. But you know, when you if you do boxing, bro, and you watch a boxing film, it's like anything. If you're like a fucking in the army bro and you watch an army film bro you're just kind of yeah. like what the fuck was that bro <laughs> some things are just full of shit bro yeah. some movies yeah. for you bro some movies they're there mm. to entertain you bro and not be that realistic if you want to something realistic watch a documentary so. yeah yeah that's how you do it and then yeah. I, I probably watch more documentaries than anything else bro mm. i really watch movies Andre, who would you say is like uh your favorite boxer uh myself yourself yeah after mm. yourself baby Julian. i like that answer that's a good first of all that's a good answer that's like showing confidence in yourself now the reason I say myself is because yeah. I can work with myself I can mold myself I can be whatever I want to be yeah. mm. but dude, I can't I change what other fighters do dude, but I can admire them at a fighter and be like yo this guy's so sick like mm. um, I probably I don't know uh, I'll be okay I have like fucking 10 different books on Muhammad Ali so probably Muhammad Ali yeah. just because of his, just what he did like just who he was and how he went about his shit um, but I think uh, boxing wise he actually wasn't that good Mm. Like seriously, he wasn't actually that good. He was yeah. just good mm. in his generation. And if he fought any heavyweight today, I don't know how he would go. Mm. And but he was locked up in his prime, you know. Yeah, yeah. he was. That's yeah. true. But you know, they had two different types of art. Yeah, the pre Ali and the post Ali. The post Ali was um, really tough, bro. Like we had a lot of resilience and shit. Mm. But uh, the pre Ali was just quick, man, and had hand speed and shit. But um, probably yeah, Muhammad Ali would be one. But then I don't know. I take little bits from everybody. Like Conor McGregor, I like mm. him. Yeah. 
I, I like Trump him. As well. this, yeah, he's a good Sean. There's some aspects of like your bravado and your presence that remind me of Conor McGregor. Like it's a stage still like kind of vibe, you know? That's nice. Yeah. But that's the thing though, like bro, like when you walk in the room, bro, don't be just the guy in the room. Yeah. Be the man. You know, and I don't know you just, but that, but you can only do that when you have true confidence. You can't do that with false confidence. So I, for instance, I can see someone and I know what false confidence is straight away. Like bro, I'm a fighter, bro. I mm. can look at your eyes, I can look at your eyes, I can look at your eyes and I can see shit. I can see past that surface level, bro. I can see like fucking fear and shit. Bro, if a fighter hops in the ring, bro, I can watch him, bro, and know uh, she's, she or he's not ready. Mm. But um, that just takes, that's taking me fucking, Oh, be like, uh, seven, seven odd years to develop, bro. Yeah. Seven years of like really like wanting to bro, and like you know you, you learn, you just mm. learn, bro, how to do it, bro, and you just I don't know, you just. Mm. But a lot of it is like, it's kind of like the law of attraction, like how you view yourself, the people will view you. Mm. So if you go, oh, I'm a fat fucking, I'm lazy, people will be like, you're a fat fucking, you're lazy, and you can be like, oh, well, he said that, and it's what, it's how you view yourself. But mm. you know, I view myself as like, you know, I always tell myself, beautiful, strong, and confident. Those are three things I always tell myself and that's how I want to be viewed and hopefully I'm viewed like that but that yeah you have to have a lot of faith in yourself and you know you can when you hop like for instance if I hop on a ring bro I own that shit yeah you know if I hop on a ring that is my fucking domain I'm the lion bro and you're a little bitch bro and I'm gonna kill you that's mm. seriously how it is bro mm. and I own that bro I walk around that ring I fucking stomp my ground bro I'd piss in the corner if I could to own my territory <laughs> seriously this is my territory yeah he's not joking that about shit. that first of all we We've seen this, we've, we've essentially grew up with this guy at school. And we've, we've seen his fights, so yeah. for like the viewers and the audio listeners listening to this, he's not, he's not kidding. Like, we can vouch for that, he's not kidding. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Didn't he mark his territory in the math class? Oh you my hand. That? Did you he, piss he, in math nah, class? Nah, I broke my hand on the wall, eh? oh. <laughs> But What was the story band that? Oh, bro. <laughs> um, Ah, it's a lot deeper than you guys realize, hey, like, I had a lot of, like, issues growing up, hey, like, mm. when you're adopted and shit, bro, there's a lot of things on your mind, eh? Mm. You know, I, I was fucking drinking by myself at the age of 12. Mm. Like, serious, hard fucking, like, spirits, bro, and getting flat out drunk, bro, and falling asleep in the afternoon and shit mm. on a Sunday. And, um, I thought to me that was normal, but no one else did it, bro, so it wasn't obviously normal. So I had to yeah. go through counseling and shit to rectify a few issues of being adopted in there, yeah. right? And maybe there's still some issues that linger with it, yeah. but... It's more that there's a deep burning fire in me mm. that probably spurs me on. And that's probably why I can push past other people. I've got quite a bit of heart because mm. of it, because I know that I came from like literally nothing. Yeah. But, um, you know, I look at Taryn and, you know, I, that's, how do you explain it? Like when I was adopted at one and a half, so he's five months, right? Mm. So for the first year and a half of my life, or two years or around about mm. I had no one to cuddle me or like love me or kiss me, right? So you got to think about there's a there's a because um, I've you've read into this and you hear shit from people and all that kind of stuff but like a child needs love care and affection right growing mm, up and I had none of that mm, for my first year and a half yeah. right so I never got like this I never got to sit on someone's lap and cuddle I was on a fucking orphanage bro in Russia you know it's funny you say that in um in like this lecture we had um in the first year like general health science back then mm. there was a lecture that talked about how babies need touch and touch is one of the most important things for development. 
The other thing is intimacy, eh? Intimacy. Mm. So a child needs to look into his mother's eyes. So Taryn yeah. needs to look into my mom's, uh, his mum's eyes and like understand love. Mm. And that, because I had a big issue, like I was real like anti, like hugs, yeah. anti everything. Because I just never had that as mm. a baby. But um, you don't, it, it all kind of fucked me up from maybe the ages of maybe 11 to 15. I was just like fucking being such a dropkick. But like, it wasn't really my fault. I just didn't know how, what, what, what I was feeling mm. in that. But um. You know, as cliche as but boxing put me on a right path and all yeah. that kind of shit. But it's funny because when I hit like 19 and my life was like fucking like, I was just like, what am I doing in my life? Bro? I went on a binge for six months, bro, when I was 19, yeah. 19 to 20, bro. Yeah. I, in one month, bro, I spent five grand partying, bro. Jeez. Hmm. <laughs> what, what was that? Holy. What was, what was that turning point for you? Um, when I just decided to turn pro, but... I um, just, let me just, I'll just continue on. So it all came to like a massive crash. Like it was like literally Wolf of Wall Street, bro. I had, what happened was, was at work I got a massive payout because yeah. they'd been underpaying me and they didn't realize it. Mm. So I got six months worth of pay, bro. Yeah. And that was like, holy shit, bro. I'm balling, bro. So I took mm. my mates on every trip they can imagine, bro. Helicopter rides, airplane rides. Yeah. It was a fucking, I was a Wolf of Wall Street, bro. Yeah. I was like a savage, bro. But then I got arrogant, bro. I took money out of the bank, bro. Mm spent all of that bro then went up to a wedding and it all came to an end bro i think it was like uh 2018 january 2018 i went up to a wedding in pie here mm. and that was the year i was turning pro yeah um i went into overdraft big overdraft yeah and i was like i'm fucked like i had, like no way out of getting home and shit like that yeah and that happened then i just talked to my parents like i need help with like, my spending and shit and then i got a bit of help mm. they sorted me out then from there, bro, I just kind of like, it took me a little bit of time, yeah. but I knuckled down. Because my first year as a pro, I was a bit like mm. average with like my discipline and that. But yeah. from the second year onwards, I was a fucking tank. Mm. So, no, yeah. man, you got, good, you got good parents, bro. What are some like, some of like your most vulnerable moments that have molded you, molded you into the man that you are today? Mm. Uh, high school, eh? Yeah, I used to, I used to get, because uh, I had a lot of pimples, bro. I used to get fucking teased about my pimples and wasn't very smart and stuff like that that i had the thing right do you know who victor is victor yeah, victor Lister. Lister. yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. this is this is like this is like uh, try and hear me out when i say this but when i when i was in school i looked up to him big time he was my yeah idol bro i was like i want to be like that cunt bro the coolest yeah, yeah, yeah. on the block bro his name rhymed bro he was yeah. a fucking <laughs> i heard him um i actually heard that um Mm. Uh, that Alan guy was the most yeah but like <laughs> who the fuck is that Alan you but like oh sorry straight up like no, hit, hit me out hit me out but like cause I was on that circle of friends right yeah so anyway I looked up to him like I was like you know fuck I wanna be like that right mm. and um you know I did that but I did it my own way I, but I didn't do it with all the fucking all my so called friends time, yeah which are not really my friends now cause yeah. I just don't have time for them like yeah. they're not like bro they party and shit I don't I can't yeah. relate to you mm. bro I seriously mm. can't relate I don't want to hear about what happened in RMV and how you <laughs> fucked the bitch in your tent bro yeah, yeah. never done that bro yeah, I never yeah. will yeah so no I'm not gonna relate to you I'm sorry mm. we're done our yeah. friendship's over we're yeah. fucking companions <laughs> these days so, do, you just true, know bro. me you that's just the, know that me that is the reality yeah. of life yeah it is yeah all these so good bro all these so good friends bro you think you have bro like bro straight up at the end of the day all you got is yourself yeah. really mm. and your woman and your child well for me it's my woman my child and obviously mm. i got a few really good friends that i yeah. keep like tight with me but like i don't pander to bullshit bro mm. i don't i don't have time for your guys shit yeah. i do my own thing yeah. and i've come a long way on my own bro mm. and now the best part is bro is all these fellas that used to tease me you know what they said to me mm. 
come so far, bro. You've just changed so much. And it's like, bitch, fuck you. Like, <laughs> you went there when I fucking was like crying my eyes out because I got teased all the time, bro. I used to go yeah. home and cry and shit, you bastards, mm. bro. That was when I was vulnerable, yeah. I used to hate that shit. I just wanted to fit in, bro. I never fitted in, bro. I used to always be so like, why don't I fit in? Mm. And you know, I used, and I thought I was like, maybe I'm, maybe, oh my boy. But yeah, I just used to always feel like, man, maybe I'm different and shit. Yeah. But um, it's the moment you realize that, mm. yeah, I am different. Jeez. I'm better than this, bro. <laughs> you know, Out of that's, that when I made that mentality switch, bro, that's when I became a yeah. beast, bro. Mm. You gotta love yourself first before you can mm. love other people, bro. You gotta love yeah. yourself so much, bro. So, I think, yeah. True words have never been spoken, man. Hey, man. I feel like you dropped some gems, like, bro. Like, legit, bro. I relate to that. About like, loving yourself, positive reinforcement, telling yourself, oh, you're beautiful. Can't, can't tell yourself I'm mm. lazy shit, this and that. Believing in yourself. Yeah. How, how you view yourself is how other people are gonna view you. Yeah. Like, for instance, when I think about my relationship with my girlfriend, right? I know that I'm a good family man. I tell myself that, and I am. Bro, I come home, bro. I fucking do the dishes, bro. I help out with Taryn, bro. Even though I have to go to work and shit, and it's like hard and it's frustrating, bro. I do it for them at the end of the day, so. Just, bro, I will say this again. Just how you view yourself is how others will view you, bro. You know, that's a big thing for me, yeah. Massive thing for me. Is there anyone coming up that has uh, been there for you and has played a, a vital role? in your you know upbringing and not just like your early days but also in your career um, like your coach for example yeah some isaac, close friends isaac's mm. been a massive part because isaac let me be me you know he let me he when i turned pro because i was i wanted to be really cocky and be like conor mcgregor and shit and he let me do that and he didn't care but um i realized that that wasn't for me i just want to be known as a fighter at the mm. end of the day and i like to fight um, another person's obviously titan yeah. Titan's fucking, you know, Titan. Sorry, I'm not. I'm gonna rephrase yeah. it. Titan and Jeffro, and there's obviously JJ and Jordan and that. But Titan and Jeffro have been fucking solid, bro, for me. And you know, always shown a lot of support. I always have love for them, bro. No mm. matter where in the world they are, they're fucking amazing people to me. You want to say something to them? They're gonna be watching this. You want to um, say a message to them? I talk to them every day, bro. I, and they, know, <laughs> they know I love them, bro. They know I have like respect for them, and yeah. I. I know that both of them work really hard for what they want and stuff like that. So, mm. You know, I don't. Yeah. They they know. Yeah. The, I don't need to like fucking tell them. They know yeah. how good they are. So, that's beautiful. That's beautiful, bro. Because we're gonna Hey man, it's safe to say I got some friends that like that as well, bro. You already know who you are. Do you guys? You got friends like that? I I want to think I have. Oh, yo, I'm here, dude. Wow. No, 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 no. This guy, first of all, first of all, first of all, first of all. No, 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 no. That part. Mohammed. Mohammed is not my friend. Mohammed is my brother. Yo, There's a big distinction between that, all right? My dude, all you guys. And Richard is my sister. my son. Oh, my God. Richard's my sister. Oh, man. And um, I don't know if this is going to register well with your with your opponents, your future opponents, but, like, what are your key strengths that you, you always go to? And what are some weaknesses that you're focusing on right now and like bettering yourself on? Um, my strengths are, first of all, I'm very creative. Yeah. So uh, I don't have just one set go-to style. Mm. I can adapt quite well, I would like to think. Let me just let me just think about this for a sec. Yeah, I think creativeness is definitely a big part of me. Like I have, I have a lot of natural ability a lot of, so this is gonna sound. This is this is the truth, and it's gonna sound arrogant as fuck. But I have I have speed, I have power, I have height, I have reach. He's an athlete. 
Bro, I have all of them. Like, I have, <laughs> Again, I have, we know. We saw him at athletics, bro. Like, everybody's seen I have that, reflexes. Bro, I, I can knock out a horse. Bro, mm. I'm tall. Mm. I've got long arms. i got all the attributes, right? But yeah. what I can do is I can switch it up, bro. Is I can fight at range. I can fight on the inside. I can mm. fight on the back foot. I can fight on the front foot. I can go for the kill. I can, ta- I can yeah. taper off slightly. So those are my strengths. It's mm. definitely creativeness. And like, I have heart. I have a lot of heart. Yeah. You know, I can, I can go for broke, bro. I know how to go for broke. Uh, weaknesses, um, I think uh, probably consistency in terms of sparring would be a weakness of mine because I like to. So when you spar, you're not. It's a it's a simulated fight, so to speak, right? Is it? Yeah. Um, it's a simulated <laughs> it fight. A part of it, so what you're doing is you're trying to learn shit. But the issue with me is when I spar, is I like to take people's heads off. So I'm learning how to like control my like the beast in me and shit. So it's taking time, but that's something I'm working on. The other thing I'm working on is um, probably focus, bro. You know, you got to mm. focus for like, if you're doing a 10 round of 30 minutes, so probably focus that. Yeah. But learning when to switch off and when to switch on yeah. in the middle of a fight. If I'm from, if I'm aw- this far away from Alan in a fight, I have yeah. to be on. If I'm from here to Muhammad away, I have to be switched off. So mm. take mi- min- mini mental breaks. Mm. You can't just fucking go ham for 30 minutes. You need to like actually have a break, yeah. bro. In there. That's some. That's interesting. I've never heard a boxer yeah. ever say that. No, neither. I well, thought. I thought once you're in the ring, that's it. No, but you're focused. Yeah. And I'm what? I'm watching you. I'm yeah. watching you. Didn't your eye? But. I'm, and then I'm here, and then I just drop my chin again. So. Oh, I have. Andre Broda was talking about this when he was fighting Mayweather. He was saying on how um, observant Mayweather was every single clinch. Mayweather would look, look up at the time and all you could do was like deep breaths, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. You, 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 you seen that? that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he was just real observant, even like when they're sitting in the corner, Mayweather wouldn't take his eyes off um, Berto. He would check if he's like breathing heavily, everything. And um, yeah, bro, I felt like I was fighting Floyd. I was like, God damn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, the thing that we've been in the corner, bro, is you're in such a fucking, like, you're in a different world, bro. Mm. Like you... You don't. You have a minute, but it doesn't feel like long enough. You're trying to listen to your coach. You're trying to take the water. You're trying to breathe. Mm. You're like fucking thinking about what you're gonna do next and stuff like that. You don't really have time sometimes to do that. Yeah. But it's funny, eh? Because three minutes in a boxing ring, bro, is like a lifetime, bro. Especially if you're like, if you're like, fuck, I need to win this round. Yeah. Luckily, I've never been in a situation where I was like, I have to win this round because mm. I've probably had a, I've had like 48 rounds in my career and I've probably lost two or three. Yeah. Anyone made you dig deep? Like any fighter? has put you where you had to push a little extra, do a little more, um, just dig deep? Uh, yeah, yeah, yes and no bro, like, I've mm. been quite lucky bro, because like, I've fucking just, um, I've been just too quick for most of my opponents there, mm. but um, yeah, I think, uh, let me think about this, I think when I fought for the title bro, I think, yeah, I, that was just a bit full on, bro, because like, you know, I'd never done 10 rounds before. But when I got to like the seventh round and I wasn't tired, I was yeah. like, what the fuck was I worried about? And you were celebrating. It's like um, a test pilot for an airplane, bro. They know there's like a, um, there's like a chance of planes can crash and shit like that. Yeah. But what you got to do is just not worry about the outcome. Just worry about doing your job. And, you mm. know, you're just worrying about, okay, just a couple more rounds to go. Let's just fucking win one round at a time, one punch at a time, and just mm. break step, it down, bro. Step by step. Don't mm. look at the high elephant, bro. Start with the toes. Mm. Like these. Yeah. Start with the toes. That's gonna to be the quote of the day. Would you, would you, we start you, with you, the toes. Would bro. you ever go vegan as a as a boxer? Ooh, bro, is this game changer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is because of the game changer. I want to know if it's very yeah. practical. Um, it's 
I uh, did. I uh, fuck, bro. I went to the fucking. I went to. I went to Peck and Save G. I went to Peck and Save, where apparently it's so much cheaper, bro. But I paid two hundred and seventy-five dollars for one week of vegan food, bro. <laughs> so, damn. am I going vegan? Fuck no, bro. God <laughs> damn! Did I hear that right, bro? $200 a week for food is like enough for me, bro. I, after that, I'm like, this is getting fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you pull out, you look at the receipt or the fucking screen, <laughs> and you're just like second guessing yourself. Um, you're just like, the fuck did we buy, bro? Like, but you know, it's it's a, it's a stitch up because have you ever looked out? Cool. So we're back. Um, just finished um eating now. Um, <laughs> we want to move this podcast on and talk about um. On his little trip to China, man. How was um? How was that like? Fucking hated it. Yeah. Just trash. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was cool. a little trash. Nah, it had its ups and downs, and bro, you, I was in the middle of China, bro, in the middle of nowhere, bro, and I was me and Boaz were the probably the uh, no, we were the only two white people in the middle of the city that had twelve million people, bro, and no one spoke English. So I'm not racist, but I'm yeah. fucking. Um, what's the what's the word where like I'm anti like if people don't speak English, bro, I have a hard time. Bro. <laughs> yeah. The translator, had, the tra- it was so bad. The translator had a translator app. Wow. Back to Hassan in the case. And um, Hi, you know, bro. You know what they don't tell you about China? You're, you're Chinese, eh? Yeah. When was the last time you went to China? Four years ago. Okay. So what they don't tell you about China, which I was aware of, but not really aware of, I didn't think it would affect me, but yeah. I actually was like, what the fuck? So you hop on the airplane and yeah. you fly fucking 19 hours to Gazongu. Do you know where that is? That's like one of the main hubs for like traveling there. Yeah. And you land there, right? And you want to message you like Mrs. on Facebook. It's blocked. Yeah. Instagram yeah. is blocked. YouTube is blocked. WhatsApp, eh? Was it WhatsApp? Um, no, nah, they have this app over there you can use, but like, bro, it was fucked, eh? So I spent $400 on, um, bro, I keep talking about fucking how much I spent on this and this and that. Like, legit, I yeah. like, don't. Big baller brand. No, no, I'm, ball. like, I'm seriously yeah. not a big baller at all. It's just, I'm just being honest. Yeah. But I spent $400 on data while I was over there. Aye, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we expect. Why was that so high? Yeah. Well, I was global roaming, bro. Oh. 10 cents a megabyte. Fucking hell. Anyways, a megabyte. Anyways, so I was there, bro, and I was like, when I landed, we landed in the snow, and I was wearing shorts, bro. That's I was just like, what the fuck is this, bro? And that cold was the kind of cold that kind of feels like a, a slap. It's, it's just uncomfortable as shit. <laughs> Anyways, we hopped in the van, we went to the hotel on that, and we stayed at the Hilton. The hotel was relatively nice, but yeah. another thing that I tell you about China is, oh, you may be aware, but they have smog. Yeah, morning, yeah, yeah, and then it rises up during the day, and it's actually quite the scene. The scenery is actually really beautiful. Yeah, like they got the big, beautiful mountains yeah. with snow on it, and that it's real lovely. But you can't see. But they don't tell you about uh, everything. Smells like cigarettes over there. Hey. It was like shocking, bro. Cigarettes and beer, bro. Yeah, because they smoke in the drinking culture here, but that's a tradition. Bro, yeah. they um they smoke in the hotels, bro. They smoke inside the hospital, bro. They smoke inside venues, bro. They don't give a shit, bro. What's the and life expectancy, bro? Um, not very long. I'm not. Fuck. I'm just. I'm just saying. Chinese people know how to have a good time. Cultural differences. Yeah. I'm not saying like you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's just, just, just yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. But um. Anyway, we got over there and they're like, "Oh, you're fighting this dude." And this dude was massive. And I was like, <laughs> well, "What the fuck?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, national champ." And I was just like, "Oh, all right." And he was 81 kilos, bro. And I was like, "Fucking maybe 76 at the time." And I was like, "Okay." 
you fucking put me in the wolf, bro. I come out the fucking boss. And then, um, so we did all these. And the other thing, bro, was they treated me like a dog, bro. They like pulled me and tugged me, bro. The promoters, not the Chinese, like not it's not Chinese people, but promoters in that they're like mm. telling you all that, speaking Chinese directly to your face, and you're literally like, bro, I don't understand what the fuck you're saying, like, like you know, I don't know what you want me to do. And then, um, <laughs> what well, they uh, they did like an eye test, and I have to wear glasses, which I've lost, and I'm, I'm short sighted. And my eyes were terrible away, and they're just like, how do you fight with eyes like that? And I was just like, I just do, bro, just whatever. And then um, we went to the venue, which was like this big ass, like fucking dome thing, bro, that was like full on, bro. And um, they have, in China, they have China flags everywhere. They're just very patriotic, which is each of their own. And um, we weighed in and shit. <coughs> and I looked this guy up and down, and I was like, okay, we'll see how this goes. I hopped in the ring, bro, and like, I just outboxed them, easy. Just ran around and just threw a couple of punches and ran around a bit, but there was no, But like, bro, he could thump, bro, because he hit me over like a shot. I think it was on the arm, and I was like, ooh, I don't want to get hit with too much of that. Mm. So I just used my like craft and was creative in that, and just uh, yeah, it was. It was a good trip because the first time I'd been to China, it was different. It was a culture shock, a massive culture shock. And do I want to go back? Not necessarily. I was just a bit like, it's not really for me. But then uh, I went to Australia. Um, maybe two weeks when I got back after that. So I went there for a week and did training over there, which was lovely. And then I went to Vanuatu for a break. And on my break, I did like no training, no nothing. I needed a bit of a break because my body was a bit fucking tired from the year. And then I come back this year and I come back strong, man. Mm. Really good. Mm. Yeah. How'd you get to deal to, uh, to uh, travel to China? Like, how did uh, that come about? Bro, ask, ask Isaac, bro. He's my manager and trainer. He, people ask him, and he asked me, and then we yeah. discuss stuff like that, bro. It's just the boxing mm. world's quite, um, it's big, but it's small at the same time, bro. So I came up and I took it, bro. And it was, yeah, when you travel in that, and Taryn, I think it was two months when I left, bro. Mm. Yeah, you really find out what you really miss the most there when you go traveling, especially when you got a young family in that. So mm. found out that I missed, missed them a lot. And, you know, if I ever go traveling again, I would. I would bring them with me if I if it was logistically possible. I'd bring them with me. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit. Do you tricky. have any other um, places that you, that you have your eyes on? Um, America. Oh, um, bro. I'm, American. Um, yeah. I'm gonna be fighting in Australia. Australia more often than not from now on. Mm. Yeah, because um, I can't say a hundred. I can't tell you guys what's happening and or who I'm because I'm signing. Yeah. With yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't say anything at the moment. Yeah. Because there are some things that you, you know, you just, there's no, like, just, you, no way you, you gotta keep your mouth shut with something. Yeah, yeah, And that's yeah, what yeah. I have to do at the moment. But, like, you know, like, I have the potential to be a fucking multi-millionaire in like, the next two or three years if I play my cards mm. right. So that's what my goal is. And, you know, but I can't say who I'm signing with or where or what or when. But, you know, just, everything's looking up. But, you know, it's, this is where the hard work begins. Like these last 11 fights have gone well, but now it's time to like get even more serious and even more David mm. David Goggins like and just fucking man up and be a man about the situation. Mm. Yeah. Mm, big facts. Guys, you have any more questions? Yeah, bro. Um, if you get to fight anyone like dead or alive, uh. what would be your dream fight? Like who would you fight? Dead or alive? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a fight, like it's not a sparring match. Like you guys go out and hunt these. Uh, Right now or in the future? Because mm. right now, I like fucking. There's a lot of people I'd want to fight, but I lose, and I can admit that. Yeah, probably, and let's say, in the future, oh. in the future, if I can have anybody, yeah, dead or alive, 
Ooh, fuck, that's a good question. Probably... Uh, this is dude called Carlos Monzon, bro. He has like 71 three losses, 64 knockouts. Middleweight yeah. champ for years, bro. I'd fight him. Yeah. Mm. Very historic fight. That'd be a big Holy fight. Crap. He's Argent- Argentinian, I think, and that'll be a 70,000 yeah. seat fucking sellout in Argentina. Yeah. So that'd be real cool. Was he really big? Yeah, he was oh, fucking fuck big back in the day. I don't know. Mm. Was, uh, yeah. Probably today, I would fight. I would love to fight. I would love to fight Floyd. Just to see <laughs> how good he is. Yeah. Just to see how good yeah. he is and see what he does. Yeah. Because he's got like five or six set moves that he does, like in every fight. Which. Uh... Oh, he's got that long jab to the body. He's got that pull counter right hand. He's yeah. got his check left hook. Um, that's three. What else has he got? He's got. Um. <clears throat> what else did he do really? Oh, obviously four shoulder roll. Yeah. Five of his footwork. Yeah. Offensively, like, is offensively, when he was in his career, when he was younger, he mm. was amazing. Yeah. Fucking fast. But when he got older, he became very defensive-minded. Mm. And, you know, and that's good in that. But that was also the change in trainers because he had Floyd Mayweather Senior, then he went to Flo- uh, Roger Mayweather. Roger. Yeah. So, I'd like to fight Floyd. Yeah. Yeah. At Super Bowl, yeah. which is 69.9, but I don't know. Because I'll be going. To, yeah. I'm going down to sixty nine point nine this year. Oh yeah, super waterweight. Don't you know middleweight? Because mm. I'm. I I can make sixty nine point nine, but it'll just be a bit of a push. But it's part of the job. Mm. So. And you know, a big mentality shift for me um, was um, when I went to Vanuatu. I think it was in June. I went. I um, where I had a massive mentality shift was when they when you. Go overseas, you have to fill out this card, right? And it says your occupation. Yeah. Generally, I've just said engineer, but yeah. I'm a professional boxer. And yeah. from then, I've just, if anyone asks me, what do you do for a job? I say professional Produ- boxer. Yeah. Because that's like, that is, is like my main thing. Yeah. But obviously, obviously my job is my job. I want to fucking do that and I enjoy doing that. But like, you know, you know, in the next like fucking X amount of months, bro, I'll be doing that full time. But, mm. you know, we'll see how it goes, bro. I know, I believe in myself and I back myself to the T and I know everything will fall in line, but... Mm. You know, it's all a bit like, you know, up in the air at the moment, but, you know, I'm willing to see where it lands and mm. I fucking commit myself to it. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. And I think, yeah, I think, you know, if, if I was to do something with my life, bro, I always tell myself I want to be the Concord of boxing because I want to fly higher and better than, higher and faster than anybody else before me. Mm. So, you know, if you aim for the moon, bro, you can yeah. land on the stars. So I'm just going for as big as I can be. Oh. I, th- I wouldn't mind being like an Adesanya for New Zealand but the yeah. boxer like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always had the image of public enemy number one I've always mm. liked that image mm. like you know you're um, uh, infamous yeah, yeah yeah. I really like that mm. I think you know when you have an infamy about you bro it's like you know there's a there's an aspect about you Yeah. because Joseph Parker you could have that mold like Joseph Parker where you're the ultimate nice guy Yeah. There. but yeah. bro you want to be like McGregor bro if you're going to make money yeah. bro you want to be noticed bro and I think just look at Floyd. That's, that's probably the way to go. Yeah. So Floyd only started making money when he became a cocky cunt. Yeah, when he, um, what was his uh, old... Um, pretty Boy. Pretty Boy. Pretty when he was Pretty Boy, boy and yeah. he was with HBO, right? With, uh, no, he was, Top Rank. He was with Top, top Rank. Top Rank, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he fought De La Hoya, and that's when he was money man. Yeah. And that's when things changed for him, and he started making real money, bro. So. But I don't know, it's all too early to say like what yeah. I want to be, because two years ago, if you asked me what I wanted to be, I would have been like, I would have had a different answer. Mm. But... You know, a year from now, you're not going to be the same person as you are today. Physically, nah. you will be, but yeah. mentally, you'll be different. Yeah. So will you, and so will you. So, you know, you just mm. got to ride the wave, bro, and see where it takes you. You know, a surfer hops yeah. in the ocean, he doesn't know what wave he's going to yeah. get, bro, but he will fucking try his best. So that's, that's what I'm trying point. to do. Um, you brought up, it reminds me of an RD quote. It's like, if you are a man that's age 20 thinking the same, 
age 15 you wasted 30 years oh 100 percent. oh bro yeah, yeah. well i don't even think this like bro my a massive mentality shift in my life was having taryn mm. you know like bro bro you think you're pro- what okay i'm not gonna say i fucking know more than you guys i'm i'm just gonna fuck put that out yeah, right yeah, now yeah. when you guys have a child you guys are gonna be like what the fuck just happened your life changes bro like in a blink of an eye you think it's like this but now it's like that and you have to adapt bro and um the big thing with having a child which they don't tell you bro is like you need to be there as a father you need to be there as a, like you really need to be there for them you can't just like piss ass around and just like, oh, mm. yeah, whatever if he's crying bro you fucking sort it out yeah and don't be scared bro he's your son and bro mm. he you know when he looks at you and he looks at your view of love and he just doesn't know and he's so innocent bro it's a real like inspiring thing you know and he came to train with me today and he was watching me work out and shit and that's really cool bro <laughs> and the ring. it's cute man it's, yeah, being a dad, you know, it was obviously fucking a full on like change in my life and stuff like that. But will I take it back? Nah, I'm fucking happy. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah, like yeah. stoked with like how things have worked out and stuff like that. Mm. But yeah, just but it's with, with like going back. It's not without its downs, eh? Like it's um, life. It's up and down. Yeah, life is yeah. up and down. You gotta take the good with the bad. Mm. You don't appreciate. You gotta sit in the shade every once in a while, cause when the sun yeah. comes out, bro, you'll appreciate it way more. Yeah. And yeah. even having a child, like there are some nights, bro, where <laughs> there, there are some nights, bro. There are some nights where where he just doesn't want to sleep, bro. But and my girlfriend is tired, bro, and uh, you just you just gotta man up and deal with it, bro. And it's a thankless job, bro. Mm. You guys are not gonna thank me for being a dad, like oh, bro, well done. You had to get up like five times last night, bro. I'm proud of you. You have to tell yourself that, like, you hop in the car, you're dead tired, bro. You got uh, training yeah, that yeah. night, bro, and you gotta yeah. go, good work. Yeah. Tell yourself that quietly, but pat yourself mm. on the back quietly. It's important to do that. Yeah. Self-recognition is just so important, bro. Like, recognizing what you've done mm. and what you've gone through is really important. And, like, I'm not saying I'm successful at all, mm. but, like, on the road, on this journey you have, this whole life journey, just rem- there's a saying, don't forget to smell the roses, bro. Mm. Don't forget to, like, love yourself. Mm. I don't put so much effort into other people bro yeah sometimes it's be- like sometimes it's best to honestly draw it all back in and yeah. go okay what can I work on mm. you know I, when I was in Vanuatu I had like two weeks literally of meditation because the wifi was trash yeah seriously like I had two weeks to go think about what I wanted to do what mm. I, where I wanted to take my life and stuff like that and you know yeah. a big thing for me was like uh, sleep being tired yeah. and stuff like that so I completely dropped my hours back at work you know it's a risk yeah because if boxing falls over like Hypothetically, if boxing falls over, then, you know, okay, I have to go back to work. That's mm. cool. But at least I tried. Yeah. Live by the sword, die by the sword. Yeah. So I'm willing to take that risk. Mm. I'm 22, bro. I've yeah. got it all going. Yeah. I'm young. I'm pretty, I'm mean. I'm handsome. Bro, I can fucking do mm. it. And I believe in myself. And I always believe in myself. And yeah. I'm just lucky to have that. Mm. But uh, I have a question. Eh? Do you believe in, like, that our generation is actually lacking in self-belief? Yeah, because our generation... Pictures. Hey, 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 hey. No, I'm not saying you guys. Okay. I think there are a lot of fairies, bro. Yeah. Bro, everybody says they want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do this, I want to mm. do that. But bro, like, you're, you and Hosan going great. Alan doing his own thing. Yeah. Lama doing his own thing, right? You guys are all doing your own thing, right? But like, just like, you know, um, what is it? Action speak louder than words, mm. bro. I don't want to hear like, oh, I'm just going to work on me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Show me! Where Show me! Fuck! What the fuck? <laughs> Show me! I love it. Seriously, yeah. I have friends, bro. Like, ah, oh, I'm gonna do this. Ah, oh, I'm gonna do that. Ah, oh, it's like, cool, bro. You're in the same position you were three fucking years ago. Yeah. Show me what you've done. Straight up, eh? And I'm not saying I've done yeah. much either. I'm still on this fucking road. But yeah. Like, 
Don't pander and don't <laughs> tell me bullshit, bro. Yeah. I see through that. Just fucking do your own work in silence, bro. Yeah. And then one day, you'll fucking realize that, fuck, look how far I've come. Mm. And that's yeah. a real big thing, bro. Stop talking shit, bro. Straight up. Big facts, eh? Anyway, bro. That shit speaks volumes. I feel like you dropped so much gems in this podcast. Sure, bro. People just have to, like, know and appreciate. And um, thank you for coming here. And I'll just let Top Boy um, do the outro. Yeah, man. So just before we hit the outro, I just actually just want to say something real quick. Um, Hassan, you reckon we got another 10 minutes on this? Um, I just want to obviously thank um, the man, Andre, for coming in, man. It's a big pleasure. Mm. And um, this guy, everything that he's been saying, I just want to wrap it up in a nice little bubble for you guys to take home. And it's that, like, obviously, um, Andre's big inspiration to... A lot of people what he's about to be and not just with the things that he says it's um, a lot with his actions we've literally seen this guy shift from <laughs> Andre the guy that face planted on athletics you know the guy to a responsible father to um, you know soon to be loving husband um, and congrats yeah congrats congrats man and to uh, a fucking relentless fighter bro and He's doing something that a lot of people, a majority of the population on this planet can't do, which is chase their dreams and do it regardless of the consequences. Mm. They just dive in and just do it. Like not a lot of people, our generation or even the generations before us can say that I'm living a life that I want to live. 100%. Andre, Andre's doing that and I, I feel like, you know, I'm not kissing your ass or anything, Andre, but like, I want to do that as well. Not obviously boxing. I don't want to get my ass kicked or anything like that. But I just want to live a life that I'm proud of. A life that I choose to live regardless of what's happening. And be happy in it. You know. Mm. Go go after it. Because you have this dog mentality. You know. I'm reading shit about that with Devin Goggins. But with you, I can see that shift with my own eyes. You know. So it just... It inspires me, man. It's not motivation. It's more Mm. of like a... It's drive, bro. You know, like you can do it, so I can do it, kind of, kind of thing. Mm. You know. Of course you can. There's oh, like that Rocky not. quote, huh? Like, ever seen um, Rocky's a movie. movie? Yeah. Just but. remember that Rocky <laughs> is a movie, bro. Yeah. The day to day shit, bro. Like the groundhog shit. This is groundhog, bro. Every mm. day, if you wake up and you go, "Fuck, bro, I'm gonna ace this motherfucker today, bro." That's the real shit, bro. Like Rocky, like yeah. I there's a reason I don't watch movies because I just know there is a movie. It's a movie, bro. It's yeah. not real, bro. Mm. What's real, bro, is like fucking being accountable, man. Like fucking knowing that okay, I need to do this today and doing it. I think if you guys take one thing away from it, bro, if you're gonna do something in life, bro, commit to it a hundred percent. Like for instance, if I say I'm gonna move this wallet and I'm gonna put it here, and I tell you guys that, right? It's don't just say it, bro. Like actually do it, bro. It's just don't fucking tell people, just do it, you know, just, just do it, bro. I think it's, you know that fucking Nike saying and shit? Just do it. Just do it? Mm. Just do it, bro. And don't, you don't need to tell everybody mm. who you are, what you are, because at the end of the day, bro, the only person you should be really proud of is yourself. Because yeah. if you're doing well, other people will do well, right? Like, you know, you got to be a little bit selfish mm. sometimes. And that's what I've been, I've been a selfish prick. Yeah. And I'm proud of it. Mm. Because it's taken me uh, places, it's taken me, I've traveled because of it, bro. It's been cool, man. All right, man. All right, you guys have any mm. more words to finish off? Any more? No, I'm just feeling inspired, bro. <laughs> I, I'm just going to do it to you, you know? I think sure. I'm going to run like 50 yeah, miles man. after this. Yeah.
Um, so, so guys, um, just for the quick outro, as per usual, if you liked what you heard today, make sure you um, subscribe, share this wholesome podcast, and uh, for more thick yarns, as always, please tune in every Sunday to a podcast to treat your sweet tooth uh, with your recommended dose of service. By the way, before we close off, uh, for our audio listeners, we are on Spotify. Take us um, on the road with you um, on Spotify, Overcast, Google uh, Play, iTunes, iTunes mm. and um, I already said Spotify, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's um, Sunny Service Podcast, Sunny Service Podcast for all, for all of them. Um, again, like, share, subscribe. Uh, if you don't feel like sitting down and watching us, because um, obviously no one wants to sit down for like an hour and look at Richard for the entire <laughs> duration. Yeah, man, but um, well, no, 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 is this is mine? No, I'm joking. No. But yeah, listen up, watch up to you guys. Yeah, Thank man. You. This is-